Amen. Amen. That's good. I'm looking forward to heaven more and more all the time. Amen. Please take your Bibles and turn to the book of Psalm. We're going to read the whole chapter. We are running behind, but it was for good cause. I will do my best to, I'll speak quick if you'll hear fast. All right. Listen quickly. Amen. Let's stand together reading the Psalm chapter 8, reading the full psalm together. It says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. And let's pray. Father, I ask that thou hast blessed the reading of thy word and bring the cleansing effect of the word of God upon all of us. And please bless the message to come. Thy will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I have a brief message to bring to you this morning. Uh, reading this passage with David, who is one of, considered one of the great men of the earth, he also saw his smallness, how little he was. And, you know, man is a very unique creation. This is what I want to speak of today. Even compared to the angels, we are unique. And so, though he is lower than the angels, says we just read it, uh, he's still a higher creation. Man is a trichotomy, spirit, soul, and body. Man is created to have a conscience. He's self-conscious. He has a heart. He has a mind. He has emotion. He has a will. Man is created to be conscious of God. Man has an eternal soul. When he became a living soul, he became a soul that will exist forever and ever and ever. Now what's unique about man is man was made to dwell upon earth while angels are of heaven. Man is terrestrial. Therefore, we're very limited. We find ourselves limited all the time because of this and because of the bodies which we are confined to. Man is earthly, lower than the angels, who are spirit beings. The Bible calls them spirits and flames of fire, ministering spirits and flames of fire. Now, the, the psalmist, he's amazed. He's so amazed. He's amazed that God would even consider him. He's amazed that he would even enter into God's thoughts even one time. How could someone so high and holy think of little old me even one time? And it's amazing. How could God, 
who's above all and almighty and the most high, stoop so low to even think about me, to care about me, to consider me. How could this be? Well, Psalm 139, verse 17, the same writer, David, says, How precious are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I could count them, they are more than the number of the sand. That's how much God thinks of one person. Why? We're very significant. So men who seem to be so insignificant and unimportant because there's so many of us, because we are so weak, because we are confined to this earth, so prone to sin. But here's the thing. We have a blessing uh, on us that is about us, that's above all others, above the angels, above all the heavenly hosts, above the cherubim, the seraphim, all the principalities and powers of the air, all of these, even the chief princes. We have a special blessing that they will never get. And this is what it is. We're going to talk about this today. Now, see verse 5, it says, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and has crowned him with glory and honor. So according to this, we are obviously lower. And one of our lower forms, one of the reasons we are, I guess you could say, one of our lower form characteristics. You know what it is? You cannot see into the spirit world. You can't see heaven. You can't see God. You can't see Jesus Christ. Anybody, in, anybody says they have, they're a liar. Anybody on the earth today? We're fleshy and earthy. We have no eyes to see, no spiritual sight to see. So the answer is, why did God do this? He chose faith. He chose faith. He wants us to live by faith. He told us to walk by faith. This puts us in a very special uh, situation above all His other creation. We see very, very little now. And what we do see is still by faith. You know, the Bible says in Romans 1 that we can look at creation. We can look at the heavens. We can look at the earth. We can see God. We can see God, the invisible God, within the creation. But guess what? He's still the invisible God. It's still by faith. God reveals Himself to you through His creation, but it's still by faith. God chose the avenue of faith. For men to live in. And the Bible says, according to Hebrews eleven six, but without faith it is impossible to please God. Why? For you must believe that He is, and He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. You must believe that He is. You didn't see it. We didn't see Jesus come out of the grave. We believe the testimony of those who said they did. It's all faith. Obeying the Word of God without ever seeing the face of God. You know what makes you unique? You're going to live your whole life never see God until the end when you see Him. So in contrast, God created the angels in fully developed state. We are talking about that yesterday. Young men. Every angel mentioned in the Bible is a man and he's a young man according to the Scriptures. They were not born and raised. 
such as us. They were born, the son, or not born. They were made, they were created as the sons of God. Ministering spirits, flames of fire, it says in Hebrews 1, 7. And according to Psalm, I, I, I uh, challenge you to check this out. In Psalm 104, the first verses there, actually the whole, the whole chapter is about the creation of God in the chronological order of it. And you find that God created the angels after He created the heavens. In between the heavens and the earth. Why? God created the heavens. He created the angels. He created the earth. He created the angels to serve in the capacity. But this is the thing. They saw Him create. They saw it. It says in Job 38, verse 6 and 7, that the angels watched God create in the foundations of the earth and rejoiced and sang over it, the creation of God. They saw it all. Now this is the difference between them and us. They see now. They stand before His throne even now. The Bible says in Luke 15, verse 10, it says they're, they're the presence of the angels right there in the throne room of God. When a sinner repents, the angels see it. God on His throne rejoicing over a sinner getting saved and the angels watching Him rejoice. According to Job verse, uh, 1, verse 6, it says they go before His throne regularly and receive charge. Why? God made them to serve. They are the sons of God by direct creation. They are made to serve. They are made to obey. They are ministers. These are the elect angels of God. As far as we know, no faith needed. never says that the angels were charged to live by faith that I have ever found in the Bible. Now some people claim to have seen they've found it. I've never seen it. Angels did not go through birth and raised up to become young men and, be, and go through the whole process of being raised like you are now. And all of us are in a, in a different cycle or phase of our life journey here on this earth. They were made in a perfected state. They were made mature. Just as Adam was when he was first created. The Son of God, it says Adam at 33 years old, made to praise God along with the heavens, the stars, the moons, the light, and the earth, and the earth's creatures. Now man is much different. Now, the angels saw God create the heavens and the earth. Well, they they, not the heavens, but the earth. They saw it, and they rejoiced and they sang. God tells us in Hebrews 11.3 that it's by faith we believe that the worlds were made by God. We believe it by faith. That the things which are made are not made of things which do appear. And it's faith. And God chose that for us. So man is much different. Let me talk about this. We are the sons of Adam. Every man ever born, not sons of God. Mm -mm. Sons of Adam. Born into bodies of flesh. Raised up into this world. We grow. We change. We improve, hopefully. We mature. We have no eyes to see the throne room of heaven. We know we have need of salvation. We know that we had an imperfected start. We know that we were born wrong. Look in the mirror. You were born wrong. Jesus said you must be born again. 
we know we are, uh, we see the Lord in a different way than the angels did. We see God through creation, through His Spirit moving upon us, through the reading of the Bible, through Him working in our conscience, through Him convicting us within our own spirits. We can only come to God by faith. I'll say it again. Go your whole life. Never see Him. You preach about Him. You tell other people to believe on Him. And yet you've not seen Him. Except by faith. We communicate by spirit. We worship God in spirit and truth. And we're taught of the Lord by His spirit. We compel people to believe on Jesus Christ. What does the Bible say? When you do, you put your faith in Christ and you are cleansed of sin. You get the new birth by faith in response to hearing the gospel. And we're saved. And we know we're saved. Yet we never saw it. Even now, I've been saved 42 years almost. I'm still living by faith. I'm still living by faith. God chose faith for humanity, not sight, as the angels. The Christian who is born of the Spirit still walks according to the Spirit. We still walk by faith, and God loves it. See, this is the thing. God chose for us to live by faith, and He's pleased when we live by faith. When we step out and we say, if God said it, it's as good as done. I'm believing it. I'm believing it just as if I saw it. I believe it. Christianity is by, you know what it is? Sight by learning. Sight by being in His presence. Growing into Him. Growing up into Christ. Like it says in John, abiding in Christ. You learn of Him, you know Him without ever seeing Him. The angels got it all at once. We see it by little and by little, every day, it becomes more clear, more special. If you, it, it really does. We see through a glass darkly, but then someday we'll see him face to face. How amazing this is to me, the plan of God and his grace for his people. That he chose faith for you. It's a blessing, not a curse. It's a, it's a blessing to have faith even over the angels. Jesus told Thomas in John 20, verse 29, He said, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. Think about that. There's a special blessing to this, living by faith. Envy of the angels. You know, we're envious of them, we think. But see, it's not over yet. They're envious of you. We will serve Him all of our life. I beseech you to do that. I beg you to do it. Give Him your whole life and heart. You'll never regret it. You'll communicate with Him in the Spirit. You'll learn the Bible and you'll pray and you'll seek His face and you'll try your best to serve Him. And you will... How interesting. I will seek His face. We see that and never see it in the flesh. Until the end... He will do His work on us. He will grow us. He will grow us from children 
and become sons and daughters. Doesn't it say, in, I think it says Isaiah 28, that by little and little I will teach them. Line upon line, precept upon precept. You get it a little at a time. You are in an amazing, why? We never stop growing. We never stop learning. We never stop becoming until the very end. We learn to walk in the Spirit. We learn to overcome temptation. We're going to go through a lot of adversity. A lot of trouble. Go through a lot of heartache and problems. And grow up into Christ and learn to have fellowship. We're going to grow and learn and overcome temptation. And the one who suffered the most, more than likely, was Job. And at the peak of his sufferings, what did he say? I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that He will stand the latter day on the earth. And that though in my the worms eat my flesh, in my flesh and in this body, I'll still see God. That's an amazing thing. I know I'm going to see Him. I just don't get to see Him yet. So I'm going to enjoy the ride. Living by faith, we'll, get, we'll know God, we'll serve Him, we will follow Him, never see in His face. One might say, well, that's a crazy religion. It makes no sense to me. Well, serving a God your whole life that you never get to see, if you understand God's plan and His purpose for men, he, you cannot please God without faith. It's, nothing makes God more pleased than acts of faith, believing in faith. You go from faith to faith, and then from that you turn, it turns to hope, and then it turns to sight. And we are growing up until the day when we'll see God. Every day you're going to learn of Him. And you learn Him and you learn more and it brings more hope. More hope brings more assurance. Then the hope grows knowing that the day is going to come when I'm going to see Him face to face. So this brings a glory that the angels even will never see. And what is it? We are a redeemed people. Bought. You weren't only just created, you were bought and purchased by the very blood of Christ. And, you, and not only did you just go to heaven. You know, we always say, why didn't God, why didn't He just save us and take us to heaven? He's preparing us for heaven by teaching us to live by faith. Redemption. Getting to serve Him. In preparation. Look, I really believe this. We're going to appreciate heaven more. Because of faith. You're going to enjoy the benefits and the pleasures of heaven that even the angels cannot relate to. 1 Peter 1.12 says, Unto whom it was revealed, that not unto themselves, to the prophets, but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you and the Holy Ghost sent from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. Think about this. Every time the gospel's preached, they're observing that. They are watching people get saved. They're aiding them. They're ministers to them that are heirs of salvation. 
Hebrews 1.14. They, they are helping us grow and to become. It's a wonderful life. They watch the salvation take place, then they study, and they watch you grow. And they watch you live by faith. They're intrigued. They're very, they desire. Wonder what that would be like. You know, you wonder what it'd be like to be an angel. Some people even use the silly term that people are angels. No, we're not. You'll never be. You might be as the angels with your body in heaven someday. Jesus even said so. But they're no partakers of Christ. They didn't get to partake of Jesus Christ when they believed on Him by faith. Do you see what I'm saying today? The reason why they're envious. Faith is going to make heaven more grand and more great. And redemption will make it appreciated. How can you appreciate something handed to you? You know how it is. Some kid gets born into a filthy rich family. He's spoiled rotten from the start. He's ruined. He's ruined. He didn't become and grow and suffer and toil and work to get it. Adversity brings patience and hope as we wait for that precious day when we get to see Him. I'm almost finished. So when you fight the good fight of faith, which God told us to do so, makes the rest of heaven more sweet. It does. Christianity is the only life really the only form of life that gives this promise. Think about that. It's the only life that gives this wonderful promise that you're going to see Him after you did all the serving. We wonder, why does that have to be that way? Well, the Lord knows. The Lord knows. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, right? Yet it's not here. Yet, evidence of things not seen, but it exists. So we serve, we'll give all for Him, and then we will see Him soon. So think about this, and I'm done. So the angels saw Him the first day when He created them. They saw Him the very first day. We're going to see Him at the end. On the brink of eternity. So it makes you anticipate that wondrous day when we all get to heaven. And it's a wonderful thing. And then when, when the day when it says, I shall see Him face to face and tell the story said by grace. Angels can't sing that song. Right? You say, boy, it's been tough lately. It will be worth it all when we see Jesus, right? Life's trials will seem so small when we see Christ. Just one glimpse of His dear face, all sorrows will erase, right? So you can gladly run the race till we see Christ. Amen. The question is, are you living by faith? It's a better form of life than anything else on, in the universe. It is. Are you seeing Him who is invisible? Not just going to heaven, but prepared for heaven. Amen. Let's bow our heads.
So what's my invitation or my question today? You know, number one, will you believe on Jesus Christ by faith and be saved if you're not saved? If you've never received Him and believed on Him, will you do that today? Will you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and do the great deed, which is believe on Jesus for your salvation? Will you do that today? That's faith. You're believing on one whom you do not see. But isn't Christianity sight by process and growth and by experience anyway? So I ask you, will you learn to live by faith today? Follow Him by faith. Serve Him by faith. He'll give you tidbits of visions here and there. But we grow in maturity and strength by living by faith, by being faithful and serving Him. Is there anyone here today to say, you know, preacher, I don't know if I've ever believed. Put my faith in the living God who sent His Son to die for me. Is anyone here to say, I've never been saved. I'd like to be saved today. Anyone here? Raise your hand. Anyone? Anyone here to say today? Now I understand this a little more. God chose this path of faith. And I want to learn to live and walk by faith in a way that I've never seen it done before so that I might please Him more and more. And then when the day comes and I see Him face to face, my pleasures will be forevermore. Like it says in Psalm 1711, forevermore. At His right hand are pleasures forevermore, it says. Let's keep living for Him. I'll pray and we'll stand and have the pianist will play. We'll have a couple of verses of invitation. Heavenly Father, please bless the message. And I know we've gone over today, but I ask that you would help us to see this clearly. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Yet you think of us all the time. Help us to live by faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's stand together.